Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Welcome to your round 11 review and what a round of footy it was. Really exciting games. I went seven from eight in the tipping. Seven from eight, that is a huge achievement. Seven out of eight's the highest score I've had this season, so very happy with that. Could have been eight from eight. I tipped the South Sydney Rabbitohs over the Canberra Raiders. Wasn't I wrong? I'm very disappointed with that game, but it is what it is. But let's get straight into the review. The first game was the Knights v. the Broncos. The Broncos won 36-12. I tipped them as well. Try scorers for the Knights was Tyson Frizzell and Kalen Ponga. So I got Kalen Ponga as a try scorer right. And then for the Broncos, Billy Walters, Jordan Rickey, Selwyn Cobbo, who I got right, Corey Oates, who I got right, uh, and Herbie Farnworth as well, scoring in this game. In terms of goal kicking, Kalen Ponga, two from two, which is a bit better from him, uh, and then five from six from Katoni Staggs, which isn't really too bad either. Adam Reynolds was obviously ruled out early in this game due to that leg injury that's reoccurring for him. He had it when he left South. It's been getting worse and better at the same time. So it's really hard to judge those injuries. I think it's okay that they rested him in this game. I'm not sure as to whether he'll be back next week or if it's another few weeks for that recovery to happen. Uh, But hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. I think he might be back next week though. I think he's all good. Jeez, if he's out for an extended period, if he's out for a lot of games this season, and it's not going to be good for the Broncos. It's not going to be good at all because he provides a lot of things that they missed last season and they went so poorly last season and the year before because they didn't have that structured halfback to take them around the park, supplying them a great kicking game as well. And even though Ezra Mam had a pretty good debut, and I know that in the end they did win the game and by a bit of a margin as well, still feel like one, if they had Adam Reynolds in the side, they would have won by a lot more. And I still feel like also, there were some aspects in that in that game or there were some plays that you would sit there and go, right, I can see what Adam Reynolds means to this club. A few errors, a few this, a few that. Newcastle had a hold of the game at the very start as well. You have to remember, it took them a bit to ease into that game. So you can still see what Adam Reynolds brings to this side. But anyway, they won the game. They won it quite well right at the back end of it too. Thought it was a really solid debut from Ezra Mam as well. I thought at the back end of that game, he really came to light. I thought the one really good sign out of that game was Anthony Milford. I think he's the guy. I think he's the number six for the Newcastle. Castle Knights going into this season. I reckon give him a few more games to blood with Adam Clone. I reckon he could be the guy. He's unreal. I get it. At the back end of that game, Newcastle did drop off a bit. They did. But I thought at the start of the game, Anthony Milford, he had a really solid running game. He did most of the kicking that night as well. I thought Kalen Ponga really came to life in that game as well. So there are some positive signs for Newcastle. Even though they did lose this game, there are some really positive signs going forward. But oh my goodness, Selwyn Cobbo, this guy is an absolute freak. I reckon he makes his origin debut. I'm going to say it now. I think he makes his origin debut. I don't care where you put him in the side, whether he's in the extended squad, whether he's coming off the bench, which sounds stupid, or whether he's on the wing in that starting spot. I reckon he makes his debut for sure because he has just proven to us that he's an absolute monster in this competition. He definitely deserves his debut for sure. He backs up performances week in and week out. He's got tries week in, week out. Usually he gets a double or a hat trick. He's got a double again this week. He got a double, I think, last week as well. 
well against the Manly Seagulls. He actually got a hat-trick in that game, so there you go. And then he got a double the week before in round nine against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. This guy just backs up each week. He just backs up his performances. I know he started off the season a bit scrappy, but I reckon this guy is going to make his origin debut for sure. He was an absolute monster. 224 metres, 33 post-contact metres, nine tackle breaks, three line breaks, one offload. He is definitely a smoky for that origin jersey now. I know there's the argument that he's too young. I reckon you put him in now. I think he's ready for sure. Ezra Mamf as well for a debut game. I thought was unreal. 114 metres, 24 post-contact metres, three tackle breaks, one line break, one line break assist, two offloads, 18 tackles and only one missed. He also got two tri-assists. I think for a debut, that is pretty damn good. It just shows you how much depth this Brisbane Broncos side has in terms of halves. I thought the bench front rowers as well as the starting front rowers really set the tone. Listen to these stats. Listen to these stats from the front rowers. So Payne Haas, I'll start with. 181 metres, 85 post-contact metres, 34 tackles with zero missed. Zero missed. That is a huge effort. Then we have Kobe Hetherington, 125 metres, 49 post-contact metres, four tackle breaks, 11 tackles, zero missed. Then you look at Thomas Flegler, 141 metres, 57 post-contact metres, two tackle breaks, two offloads, 18 tackles, one missed. Then you look at Keenan Palacia, 105 metres, 49 post-contact metres, 12 tackles, one missed. Huge effort from the bench forwards. Huge effort from the starting front rowers as well. Corey Jensen, not big with the stats, but I thought he had took some really, really solid runs. Some really solid runs in that game. So really happy with these Brisbane Broncos forwards. I think that they got them a bit of momentum in that game. And I think that's what really got them back into this game as well, to be honest. I thought that the forwards really stood out for me. The next game was the West Tigers v the Canberra Bankstown Bulldogs. Now, the West Tigers, they looked like they were going to blow this team off the park. They honestly looked like they were going to have this game by the neck. But the Bulldogs stuck in there. Obviously, Aaron Shoup went to the bin, and then the West Tigers, they got plenty of momentum, scored plenty of tries. Try after try after try. Then Jackson Hastings gets sent to the sin bin. And then there's a try from Burton. It was a really, really tight game. A really tight game. But I think the West Tigers pretty much always had it in the bag. When the Bulldogs did something, the West Tigers responded. So really, really good stuff from the West Tigers. A really gutsy win. I thought they did a really good job in that one. Jackson Hastings looked superb. He honestly... Really stood out for me. He really did. He only just missed out my team of the week, which I'll reveal at the end of this podcast. But I thought that he really stood out. He was pretty much setting up all their tries. He was just slick with the ball. Absolutely slick with the ball. Passing game and kicking game on point for me for Jackson Hastings. So really good effort from him. Really good win by the West Tigers. I'll read out those Jackson Hastings stats. He had 111 metres, 26 post-contact metres, Two tackle breaks, one line break, a line break assist, 11 tackles, three missed. I thought that wasn't really a bad effort from him. Also in the kicking stats, he kicked for 184 metres, which isn't too bad as well. But I just thought that with the ball in his hands, he was really dangerous. He racked up only one try assist, but he was pretty much involved in every single try, every single play that they did. He was heavily involved in this team, heavily involved in this game. And that's what I'm really liking, Jackson Hastings. He's come into this squad and he's looked really, really good and he's fitted in really, really well. So 
Good signs for the Tigers. We always love watching the Tigers do well. So really good signs from the Tigers moving forward. Next week, the Tigers have the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The South Sydney obviously coming off a loss. I feel like that's going to be a big game. Obviously, the West Tigers won the last one as well. So I reckon this is going to be an absolute clash of the ages. I would love to go watch this game. I'm going to watch the Cronulla and Roosters game most likely at Points Bet Stadium in Cronulla. Uh, so I'll keep you updated on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to that game. I might even film another little vlog there as well. I know you guys liked the last one I did. I got a pretty good response. I think it got around about a thousand views. So I'll ask people on the Instagram page and see what you guys say, uh, but I might film another one while I'm up in Points Bet Stadium. It just depends circumstances and really depends on if I actually go to the game or not. So I'm pretty sure I am going. I have to double check with some people. I'll put something on the Instagram story if I do go to the game, if you guys want me to film a little vlog for that again, because I... As I said, I know you guys did like the last one that I did and it really got some good reception. So watch this space, guys, but I might do another one for that Roosters and Sharks game. Moving on, moving on to the next game, which was the Eels v. the Manly Seagulls. I was at the Mrs. Place. We had our eyes glued to that computer screen watching this game. It was an absolute nail-biter, an absolute nail-biter. The try scorers, Hayes Perham scored two right at the start. Opacek and then Will Penasini did score the winning try. And then for Manly, Ruben Garrick scored two, one at the start, one at the end. Christian Tui Peloto, who I think has had some pretty impressive efforts over the past few weeks, he went over. And Morgan Harper in his return game as well went over for a try. Three out of four kicks for Mitchell Moses, which is what ended up winning the game for the Parramatta Eels. Uh, three out of four kicks for Mitchell Moses and two out of four for Ruben Garrick. I really like this game. I really liked this game. Obviously, Mitch Moses got sent to the bin during this game. That's why I thought that Manly were going to win. As soon as this game kicked off, Manly just looked on a roll. They looked on a roll. Tom Trevojevic looked a bit more fit. Obviously, he got injured late in the game, which is maybe ruling him out for the season. It's, nothing's confirmed yet. From what I'm hearing, it's a pretty bad shoulder injury. He's most likely to need an operation and will probably miss the rest of the season, which is pretty unfortunate. We don't want to see Tom Trevojevic out at all, especially during origin times. Talking about origin, though, Tom Trevojevic is out. Latrell Mitchell is obviously going to be out as well. Game one origin, centers. For me, right now, it's Katoni Staggs and Stefan Crichton. I think most people would agree with that. Obviously, Campbell Graham, COC for Talakai are in the discussion as well. But right now, in form centers, I'm probably going to go with Staggs and Stefan Crichton. I think that would be the best choices to fill in in the centers for this New South Wales Blues team. I think Brian Toto, as soon as he came back onto the scene, I think he's deserved himself that origin spot, retaining it from last season. I think that's the way that Brad Fittler's going to go. Also, Josh Adokar as well. I'm a bit 50-50 on him, but I reckon that he will get the spot. I think he's proved himself over the years that he deserves that spot. Him getting a lot more ball, I think, will prove to a lot of Bulldog supporters that he is still the great Josh Adokar that he once was. Still of the opinion that he's not getting enough ball at the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, which is why that he hasn't been playing as well as he was when he was at the Melbourne Storm. Also, he was at the Melbourne Storm, a much more developed organisation than the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, in my opinion, and 
They had a much better halfback as well that was giving a much better ball. Obviously, the likes of Cooper Cronk. Obviously, the likes of Jerome Hughes as well has developed himself into a great halfback. I reckon that Josh Carr retains his spot for sure. But as I said, for those centers, I'd probably be going with Katoni Staggs and Stefan Crichton. In terms of this game, though, I really thoroughly enjoyed this one. Gutho, I thought, was sensational. 177 meters, 37 post-contact meters, four tackle breaks, one line break assist, three offloads, and one try assist. I thought he was sensational in this game. Will Penasini as well, scoring the winning try, but I thought he also had a pretty decent game. 136 metres, 57 post-contact metres, five tackle breaks, one line break, two offloads, and obviously the winning try as well. Isaiah Papali'i has been backing up some pretty impressive performances as well. 134 metres, 56 post-contact metres, one line break assist, one offload, 35 tackles, three miss also copped himself a try assist in this game as well. So really impressive performance from Isaiah Papali'i. Ryan Madison, holy dooly. This guy is definitely going to be off the bench for Origin. I think the impact he's had over the past few weeks in this side, he has to be in there in the squad somewhere. In this game, he had 177 metres, 54 post-contact metres, four tackle breaks, 32 tackles and zero missed. Huge effort from Ryan Madison. I think he's definitely going to be in this Origin squad for sure. As for Manly, Tom Trevojevic, I think in that game, was probably one of his better games this season. I thought that he was pretty much in every single play for the 64 minutes that he played. He got 163 metres, 41 post-contact metres, two tackle breaks, a line break assist, and a try assist, but he pretty much was in every single play for that Manly Seagull side. I thought he was really good before he came off, and if he is out for the season, it is really going to be an unfortunate loss for that New South Wales Blues side. Martin Tapau off the bench I thought was sensational. 119 metres, 48 post-contact metres, 33 tackles, zero missed. And that was, in a grand total, 45 minutes playing time. Big effort there from Martin Tapau. I thought he was sensational off the bench for the Manly Seagulls. But overall, it was a really tight game and a really enjoyable one as well. Moving on to the next one. We had the Dragons v. the Warriors. 24-18 was the score. Last minute try from Zach Lomax to win the game. Really, really tight contest. Much tighter than I thought it was going to be. I kept my tip with St. George, even though I said that the Warriors were a big chance of winning this game. I'm very happy that I kept that tip and it got me 7 out of 8. 7 out of 8 is pretty damn good. I'll tell you what, Cody Ramsey did much better than I thought he would have at fullback. 206 metres, 48 post-contact metres, 3 tackle breaks, 2 line breaks, 1 line break assist. Pretty decent effort. A try and a try assist for him as well. Pretty decent effort from him at fullback. I underrated him heaps. I thought that he did a really good job out there for St. George. Moses Suley as well, a big performance. 228 metres, 97 post-contact metres, and six tackle breaks. Big effort there from Moses Suley. Zach Lomax as well, the winning try in that game, 104 metres, 33 post-contact metres, four tackle breaks, one line break, two offloads, 10 tackles, zero miss. Big game for Zach Lomax. Big game, one of his best games this season as well. Playing up a bit. The origin spot's open. He's definitely one of the contenders. I'm not sure he's at the tippity top of my list, but he's definitely there in the discussion. As I said, 
Tony Stagg, Stefan Crichton for me, but he's definitely playing some better football, and that was definitely one of the better games that I've seen from Zach Lomax. Obviously, two tries, but that doesn't really count for me. All the little things, like the tackles, the line breaks, the passes, all of that stuff, I thought he was really good. It was a really great, gutsy win there from St. George. Talking up the Warriors, though, they did stay in this game for sure. I thought they had some pretty good performers. Reese Walsh keeps backing up and backing up week in, week out, and I think he's had some pretty underrated performances for sure. In this game, he had 131 metres, 21 post-contact metres, seven tackle breaks, two offloads. Just does the little things. He does the little things right, Reese Walsh. Big game for Adam Fenua-Blake as well. 209 metres, 101 post-contact metres, two tackle breaks, 13 tackles, zero missed. He is an absolute freak. Talk about big boy season. We talk about big boppers doing some big work. Adam Fenua Blake, definitely up there. Really great performance from him. Really great performance from both sides. Really gutsy win there from the Dragons. Here it is, guys. The Cowboys v. The Storm. The game that I called. I called it. Big Les called it. He joined the bandwagon with a bunch of other blokes. And the bandwagon, or should I say the bloke wagon, it won, ladies and gentlemen. The Cowboys, 36 over the Melbourne Storm 6. That is not every day that you hear a scoreline like that. These guys last season were undefeated for 19 games. All of a sudden, they've lost two in a row. One against the Panthers and one against the Cowboys. Big, big games. Munster would be filthy. Harry Grant was playing at halfback. This is how many guys they have out of the side. Harry Grant was playing at halfback. It was a big win, especially for the Cowboys' confidence. That means they are a big team in this comp. I'm not sure how much differently this game would have gone if Ryan Pappenhausen and Jerome Hughes were in that side, but it'll be very interesting later in the season when those guys are back and these sides do come up against each other again, who comes out on top of the Cowboys. What form are they in? They've beaten the top side in this competition. Next week, they go on to verse the Panthers. Friday, Bluebet Stadium, 6 p.m. Holy dooly, I will be watching this game for sure. Both sides coming off big wins, obviously, with the Panthers obviously winning over the Roosters 32 to 12. We'll get to that one a bit later, but both sides coming off big wins. Cowboys, Panthers, arousal levels. They are high. They are high, ladies and gentlemen. These are the highest the arousal levels have ever been. Round 12, 6 p.m., Friday, the 27th of May. Tell you what, it is a big week on the lead up as well. I'm pretty sure the Origin sides gets announced. Also, we have next week the Storm v. Manly, Panthers v. Cowboys, Broncos v. Titans, Roosters v. Sharks, Raiders v. The Eels. Big, big games next week. Huge games next week. It's going to be an awesome week of footy. But let's talk about this Cowboys v. Melbourne Storm game. The Storm were depleted. They had Harry Grant playing at nine. He had an all right game, but he's definitely not a halfback. He's a great number nine. I don't know why they didn't put Cooper Johns in at halfback. That one really shocks me. Tyron Wishart's a halfback as well, and he was sitting on the bench. So that really baffles me, but obviously it looks as though they wanted all the best players they had available on the starting lineup. Unfortunately, they got flogged by an absolute powerhouse cowboy side. Drinkwater, outstanding game. Valentine Holmes and Peter Hickey performed quite well. Tom Dearden and Chad Townsend pretty much owned the park. Reese Robson had a pretty good game as well. Jordan McLean with a huge effort for the veteran. I mean, 
There were some really good signs in this game. Tom Gilbert as well. He's an absolute freak. Ruben Cotter got pushed to the bench. He got 125 metres, 49 post-contact metres, two tackle breaks, one offload, 32 tackles with one missed. He played majority of the game, but off the bench, I thought that was a huge effort from him. Really good efforts in this game. Really good efforts in this game. I could pretty much name this whole Cowboys side in the team of the week because they all performed so well. It was a really great win from the Cowboys. And as I said, Melbourne, they just looked depleted. Hopefully, Jerome Hughes is back by next week, especially coming up against the Manly Seagulls, who will be coming in hungry after a loss. Although I do see the Storm winning this game because Manly, they're going to be without Tom Trevojevic, obviously, for probably the rest of the season. They're currently sitting 10th on the ladder, which is much lower than we thought they would be sitting. So big win for the Cowboys. Big test for them next week as well. Going on to the next game... It was the Roosters v. the Panthers. I thought this one was going to be much closer than it was. 32-12 to 12 was the score at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Try scorers James Tedesco and Paul Monorowski with two out of two goal kicks from Sam Walker. Those are the try scorers for the Roosters. Then for the Panthers, Jerome Luai got two tries. Api Corusau, Stefan Crichton, James Fisher-Harris as well also got over the line. Nathan Cleary, five out of five kicks with a penalty goal as well to make it 32-12 to in this game. Thought that Dylan Edwards was outstanding. I thought Talon May was outstanding. Targo, Crichton... Brian Toto, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, Moses Leota, James Fisher-Harris, Happy Coruscant. I could honestly name this whole side, this whole side in my team of the week, just like the Cowboys. I could name this whole 1-17 to in the team of the week. They were outstanding. Isaac Targo and Stephen Crichton really stood out to me. So did Edwards, so did Talon May, and so did Brian Toto. That 1-5 to was unreal. Jerome Luai set the park a lot. He set the park a lot. Two tries in this game. 105 running metres, 13 post-contact metres, five tackle breaks, one line break, three offloads, 12 tackles, one miss, and 76 kicking metres. Nathan Cleary, 600 kicking metres. 600. Really had the Roosters on the back foot the whole time. The highlight of this game for me was actually from the Roosters. Joseph Suwali absolutely pumping Viliami Kikau, and Viliami Kikau actually respected it. Like Joseph Suwali, an 18-year-old kid, he's only a year older than me, putting a huge hit, a huge hit on Viliami Kikau. It was unreal. I thought Roosters did look quite good in some stints. I thought that the Roosters really did well to sort of stick in this game. But Penrith, it was a really good effort to get a sizable lead here. And as I said, Jerome Luai was probably one of his biggest games of the season, probably one of his best as well. I think he solidified that six origin spot with Nathan Cleary in the halves. Nathan Cleary as well wasn't too bad in that game. I know he did get 600 kicking meters, which was unreal, but the other stats weren't too bad as well. 74 running meters, 18 post-contact meters, one line break, 33 tackles with only five missed and a try assist as well. So not too bad from Nathan Cleary. As for the next game, it was the South Sydney Rabbitohs, unfortunately getting beaten by the Canberra Raiders pretty much by the same scoreline. It was the exact same scoreline, 32 to 12. The Raiders beat the South Sydney Rabbitohs, although they did score more tries. It was just the goal kicks. It was only three out of six goals kicked by Jordan Rapana. 
Blake Taft kicked both of his goals, two out of two. Damian Cook and Alex Johnston were the try scorers. Damian Cook's try was unreal. Just ran straight through them. Unfortunately, we couldn't keep that roll on for the whole game because the Raiders were just sensational. I thought Brad Schneider and Zach Lomax did some pretty good work for the Canberra Raiders. It's probably the best game I've seen from Jordan Rapana in a while. 160 metres, 29 post-contact metres, four tackle breaks, one offload and a try assist. Two starting front rowers for the Canberra Raiders also had a big game. Josh Papali'i, 129 metres, 51 post-contact metres, eight tackle breaks, one line break, one offload, 27 tackles, one miss. Joseph Tarpany, 189 metres, 94 post-contact metres, four tackle breaks, one offload, 33 tackles, zero miss. Zach Wolford got taken off quite early. I thought he got taken off really, really early. Would have liked to see him have more minutes in this game. Weird game plan from Ricky Stewart. I thought that Zach Wolford definitely deserves some more minutes after his effort last week against the Cronulla Sharks. A really good statement game for the Canberra Raiders. Two in a row now, two on the trot. Really good stuff there from Canberra. Really happy for them. Even though they beat my South Sydney Rabbitohs, really happy for Canberra in this one. I just thought that South's were really poor, to be honest. 65 completion rate, 27 out of 41 sets completed. Possession was pretty much 50-50. South Sydney did a lot of work, but I just thought at the end of the day, the performance was quite poor. Most of the South Sydney Rabbitohs players ran for over 100 metres. Tafeta Tatola obviously came off very early in that game. One minute into the game. One minute into the game. No news from NRL Physio if there is any type of injury, but we'll have to get back to you on that one. I was watching this at a park on a scoreboard. It's probably going to sound like the weirdest place to watch footy. Spent 20 minutes fucking around with a bunch of cords before we actually got the footy on the TV screen as well. So congratulations to the four or five people that were in the room with me trying to figure that one out. But we got the footy onto the TV screen. Watched some great footy on that big TV screen. Weren't too happy to turn it on and find out that South Sydney were losing. But you know what? It was a great effort from Canberra. Really proud of Canberra's effort. And it will be very interesting to see how they go next week. They come up against the on-fire, on-form Parramatta Reel. So that's going to be a really interesting game. It's also Canberra home. So that one's going to make it even more interesting. The next game to finish off the week was the Gold Coast Titans and the Cronulla Sharks. It was quite a tight one, but the Cronulla Sharks won 25-18. to Nico Hines with a little cheeky field goal with that wet, silky hair. Kicking the field goal, scoring a try. Really good effort there from Nico Hines. Getting me some fantasy points, baby. Getting me some fantasy points. Yeah. Let's trot, baby. Lachlan Miller in his first game at fullback for the Cronulla Sharks was outstanding. He was unreal. 294 metres, 52 post-contact metres, nine tackle breaks, one line break assist, one offload, and a try. What a performance from the big fella. Can't wait to see him rip and tear over the next few weeks. He's a really exciting player coming through, and it was an unreal debut. An unreal debut. Aldo Militalo's had some pretty great performances over the past few weeks as well. 143 metres, 35 post-contact metres, one tackle break, two line breaks, one try. Try one try assist. So big performance from Ronaldo Mulatalo. Also from CSC for Talakai, 132 meters, 60 post contact meters, one tackle break, one line break assist, 11 tackles, four miss. Connor Tracy, big performance from him, 147 meters, 64 post contact meters, seven tackle breaks, one line break, 24 tackles, and then two miss. 
Really big performances in this game from the Cronulla Sharks. Nico Hines, 97 metres, 10 post-contact metres, one tackle break, one line break assist, 26 tackles, two missed with 439 kicking metres in this game. He was sensational, also copying a try and a try assist. Toby Rudolph in the front row, 165 metres, 80 post-contact metres, 31 tackles, and one miss. Overall, it was a big Cronulla performance. Jaden Campbell from the Gold Coast Titans as well, I thought was quite good. 160 metres, 56 post-contact metres, four tackle breaks, one line break, two offloads, 10 tackles, zero missed. Jared Wallace, two tries for a front rower. In 46 minutes of football, he got... 118 metres, 23 post-contact metres, three tackle breaks, two offloads, one line break, 16 tackles, zero miss. A big performance from him. I thought that he had some pretty decent runs as well in that game. And obviously, two tries for a front rower. It's pretty much unheard of. But big week of footy and a great game to finish off the round. A big double header. In terms of my NRL fantasy, this is the first time I've looked at it since Friday. Let's have a look at my score. In this week of footy, I got 700 and 77 points. I finally, I finally won. It's definitely not the best week I've had. Definitely not the best week I've had at all. But nonetheless, I'm very happy with this win. Some of the top performers were Blake Braley, 77, Ruben Cotter, 50, Payne Ars, 53, Isaiah Yo, 53, Isaac Targo, 49, Nathan Cleary, 85, Nico Hines, I captained him, he got 69, and he got 131 because it doubled. Stefan Crichton, 52. Seven must be my lucky number because listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. 777 points in NRL Fantasy. Then we go to the tipping. We go to the tipping, and I got seven out of eight. Seven must be my lucky number this week. And I'll tell you what, I'd much rather eight be my lucky number, but I was very unlucky to not get that South Sydney Rabbitohs tip right. I thought they were going to come out and win this game. But anyway, we move on to next week in what will be a much harder round to tip because there's going to be so many double headers. I can't wait for next week. Round 12, the Origin lineups are going to come out as well. I'll do a live reaction of those on the podcast, which will come out as soon as the lineups come out or when I get a chance to react on them, which will probably be when I get home from school since they probably will come out on that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm going to try and get as much content as I can out this week. I'm going to be at my dad's without the podcasting equipment, so I'm going to really rush a bit of content on Sunday night and get it out to you over the next few days. And then uh, from Wednesday onwards, I'll be recording fresh content that's going to come out, obviously reacting to that Origin lineup if it comes out. It's going to be a lot of stuff on, a lot of cool content coming. So make sure you stay tuned. But there you go, guys. That was your round 11 review, a big 30-minute review. Thank you for choosing a big Lazarus League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one. one. Yeah.